How can he close me up? On what ground? I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. Calm down, Greg. It's soccer. It's soccer. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you very much. Everybody out at once. Welcome back to the Plus Money Podcast, the best soccer betting podcast in 15 minutes or less. It's time to get ready for week three of the Premier League. We got some fun matchups, Sunday included. Liverpool traveling up to Newcastle. We saw five red cards in nine matchups last weekend. All those suspensions, maybe some more goals, we'll discuss. It's a fun Saturday. We got Spurs starting things early at Bournemouth. Arsenal, Brentford, and Manchester United all playing at 10 o'clock. And then back down to Brighton as they welcome West Ham to the South Coast. Sunday, we'll see City play a relegation favorite. And Villa will travel to Burnley. I'm Andrew Passaro. He's Ani Sridhar. Welcome back. We had a nice weekend last weekend. Inter-Miami plus 600 to win League's Cup came in for me nice on Saturday night. Love seeing uh, keepers get involved in a penalty shootout. Thank you guys for listening as always. At Andrew Passaro, at Ani323, at the Plus Money Pod. Let's get right into it. Friday. Friday night under the lights. Luton Town taking on Chelsea. Ani, your boy's going to get a result? Yeah, this is going to be the uh, three points for the Chelsea. First win of the season at home. Inexcusable. I mean, if they lose this, I'm... I might not watch another game for the rest of the year. I mean, it's it's as simple as that. I've got one play from this game. Though. I've got the Chelsea team total over two and a half at plus 100. They should easily slot three behind this Luton Town defense. It's going to be interesting if Caicedo gets to start this weekend um, after conceding a penalty in his Chelsea debut last weekend against West Ham, which was a disgusting performance from the squad in general. But uh, I'm pretty confident they'll score at least three here. All right, let's jump to Saturday morning. I don't know if I'll be up watching this 7-30 game. I think I'll at least catch the second half. But Bournemouth take on Spurs. And I will say, I was impressed with what Bournemouth did at Anfield this past weekend. They got a goal, and I think they could do the same. So there's three plays I like here. Spurs, by the way, undefeated on the season, get that 2-2 draw with Brentford, and then win against Manchester United. A nice big first win for their new manager. So I'm going to take Spurs in over 1.5 at plus 110. I think the over two and a half is playable at plus 155. And I think Tottenham and both teams to score at plus 210 is also a playable number. We've seen Bournemouth score in both of their opening matchups. One quick thing to look out for, James Madison does have a knock, is expected to play. But if he's not out there, that definitely uh, takes away, I think, the over two and a half for me. Um, But we'll see. I, I do think Bournemouth can get something in this match. So I really like the both teams to score and Spurs to get the result at plus 210. That's a really fun number. Yeah, um, uh, I, 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 kinda, I stayed away from this game. I really just didn't know which way to go. There wasn't any like odds or bets that really struck me that I was like, oh, I have to bet this. So uh, I'll move on to the next game here that we've got uh, on Saturday afternoon. It will be, I guess you can call it the main slate where it's, uh, you know you got the four games at 10 o'clock. I'm going to go to this Brentford game. Uh, Brentford have looked... Really impressive to start the season. Um, Brian Embuemo has been one of the best players in the Premier League, you could say. Uh, they are taking on Crystal Palace, who are generally a pretty good defensive team. But I'm going to take the Brentford money line at plus 100. And I'm taking Embuemo uh, anytime goal or assist at plus 110. He currently has three goals on the season. So uh, I'm liking that for uh, those those two plays for that game. I got a fun parlay for Brentford, but I will say I think Brentford team total over one and a half is also playable. That's a plus. That's a 
That's a plus number. They have not beaten Crystal Palace yet in the Premier League since they've come up, which is the one thing that has me has me tripped up, but we'll get to my parlay in a minute. I think you got something for the Everton game for us. Yeah, I'm going to go with Everton money line at plus 135. Uh, I think they've... So they definitely didn't look good last game. But in the first game against Fulham, I really thought they should have come away with three points and the victory. They've been better than they've shown so far in the year, uh, currently last in the table. But they have 3.31 expected goals so far in the year, which is pretty solid. Uh, 4.82 expected goals allowed, which is not great. But I think they'll handle business against the Wolves team that I think is getting relegated this season at home. Give me the plus 135. I think it's a great uh, number. And I'm going to take the over two and a half at plus 110 in this game as well. I like the over two and a half. I agree with you there. That uh, Especially if that number seems playable. Let's go to the 1230. Brighton take on West Ham. Brighton have been easily our biggest moneymaker on this podcast through two weeks. Uh, over three and a half has hit. They've done it by themselves. And I think you got to take it at plus 136. Uh, Aguirre is out for West Ham due to red card suspension, picking that up in the Chelsea match. So that's one less defender that West Ham are going to have to play out there, who's also a set piece, you know, specialist for them. They did sign uh, a former Arsenal defensive uh, central defender this week in from Stuttgart, but uh, I think he is also expected to be out nursing an injury but anyways i like brighton team total over two and a half plus 164 brighton and over two and a half in the match is plus 100 and i think i mentioned to you that i like a little birds and the bees parlay this weekend a little brentford and a little brighton both these teams have won us a lot of money already this season so if you money line parlay both of them it's plus 203 they just got to get a win nothing crazy and then both of them have scored over one and a half goals in both of their games. Brentford winning 3-0 against uh, Fulham, and they got that 2-2 draw with Tottenham. Obviously, we've seen Brighton win big twice. So team total over one and a half for both of them is plus 219. If you then combine those two parlays, it's it's plus 300. Uh, so it might even be bigger than that. Um, but yeah, money line. You have the money lines. You have the team totals. Birds and the bees. Let's see what happens. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the dice on all three of those, and maybe we can clean up. But uh, it should be a fun Saturday. What do you like from Brighton and West Ham? Yeah, I mean, you just talked about how you like Brighton to score. They've been on a roll this year. I've already scored eight goals on the season. Have conceded two. I'm taking Brighton money line and the over two and a half at plus one hundred five. I think they get a result, but I do think it'll be a high scoring one. They are sixth worst in the league and expected goals allowed at four point five seven. So this is why. I mean, they're off to a great start, but it's definitely not sustainable for the uh, entire season. I still don't see Brighton finishing in the top four. I don't think they finished in the top six either. Um, Julio and CISO might have suffered a long-term injury for them in the midfield. Uh, more than likely, he's not going to be playing this weekend. Uh, it does look like they're on the verge of potentially signing two more midfielders, one from South America and maybe La Sambi Lakonga from Arsenal because uh, – They've now lost, you know, potentially lost in CISO. They lost Caicedo to Chelsea. But I like the over two and a half and Brighton money line at plus 105. Yeah, I think that's going to be a sneaky fun game. West Ham still trying to get some business done, putting in a bid for uh, Mohamed Kudus from Ajax. He's been wanted by Brighton, wanted by Chelsea, wanted by West Ham. And uh, the funny thing was after the World Cup, they were expecting a 20 million uh, bid to get that done. And now here we are only like, Eight months later, and it's expected. Arsenal still maybe in, in, in the on 50s. him as well, so he, he could yeah. be going there. Yeah, yeah, 
uh, maybe in the 50s. Uh, a talented player that everybody's after. Let's jump to Sunday. I'm going to start Sunday morning. Burnley taking on Aston Villa. Villa absolutely running rampant in Europe today, getting a 5-0 victory. Ollie Watkins getting a hat trick. And I think Villa get another win here as they beat Burnley plus 115 on the money line. Uh, Burnley didn't play last weekend. They were supposed to play Luton, but that game got suspended. And here's the thing. I don't think Burnley looked awful in their matchup against Manchester City, but I still just think this Aston Villa team might be a little bit too much for them to handle. Coming in hot, I could see Burnley scoring in this one, but I am going to take Villa money line. Yeah, I don't have a play for this one because, like you said, Burnley didn't look terrible against Manchester City, so... I I do think Villa is the better team, but this is a, a Burnley team that's shown uh you know in the championship that they can like play good footy, so um I'm I'm not touching this one for that game. All right, I think we're both staying away from Sheffield United as they take on Manchester City. There's definitely something you can put together in terms of parlay building there, but look, the numbers are crazy high. I actually would maybe lean towards the under three and a half in that one. I haven't even looked at the number, but I'm sure the over three and a half is crazy, crazy low. Uh, so try to zig while everybody zags, but I'm, I'm not going to give you guys anything on that one. Let's jump to Liverpool taking on Newcastle. couple things to bring up here. Uh, Liverpool are one of a few teams to score two goals against Newcastle multiple times last year. They beat Newcastle twice, including an impressive 2-0 victory at St. James's Park. The keeper was sent off that day. Um, and then another thing worth to notice Alexis McAllister's red card that he picked up in the Liverpool matchup this past weekend against Bournemouth was rightfully overturned, so he will be available. Liverpool could actually start a fully functioning midfield with a defensive midfielder for the first time this season in the Premier League, but I don't think I need to be crazy to tell you guys that uh, Newcastle to score first in this one is definitely something you should have on your sheets. Liverpool showed a little bit of that tendency from last season where they would give up the first goal, and I could see that happening again on Sunday. Regardless, I like Liverpool team total over one and a half at plus 110. I think we could see an open game here. Uh, if Liverpool want any chance, they're going to have to score twice. I like the first half over one and a half at plus 118. And the over three and a half in both teams to score is plus 121. That's really kind of low, but I do think that's weirdly potentially could hit in the first half somehow. Uh, so that's what I like. It should be a fun one, but I'm definitely, definitely nervous about it. Yeah, I only have one play, and I'm actually going to take the Newcastle money line at plus 115. I think they bounce back here at home after their loss against uh, Man City. I was I was bold enough to go with the under last weekend in that City-Newcastle game, and it paid off. I'm not as bold this time around. <laughs> I, I do think we might see some goals, uh, but I guess if, you, if I want to hedge my Newcastle money line bet, I take the over. Because I think if it is high scoring, the edge there goes to Liverpool in, in a way. Uh, I think if Newcastle win this, it might be a 1-0 kind of just grind it out victory that we got so accustomed to seeing them do last season. But I do give the edge to the home side here, uh, plus 115. I might look around at the spread and see if I can get Liverpool at plus one and a half at a decent number, which they don't deserve. I would probably jump on that. And I might sprinkle a little on the draw because uh, I think they're, I don't think that either of these teams is exactly... Well, Newcastle got that huge win week one at home, and that's a huge factor, but uh, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a fun one. Still uh, a few more weeks, or I think we're under 10 days left in the transfer window. Opportunity for a couple clubs to get some things over the line. So uh, when 
the transfer window closes, I think the following weekend is an international break weekend. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a quick little, uh, instead of, a, we'll give you guys some bets on the international break, but we will also do a, a check-in and a re-update of all of our early futures uh, for you guys. So be on the lookout for that. Thank you guys, as always, for listening, for following. Once again, at the Plus Money Pod, at Andrew Pissarro, at Ani323. Uh, like, subscribe, all of that. Send us around. Let's win some money this weekend. Let's stay positive. Have a good week and best of luck.